Hey, everybody. This is episode 45 of the 5-Minute Discipleship Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hicks. Hey, thanks for being here today. God has blessed us with another opportunity to grow in our relationship with Him, and I hope this podcast is helping you. I want to say thank you to each of you who are sharing the podcast on social media. I'm so grateful for your help in getting out the word about this podcast. Today, we are talking about being desperate for God. Years ago, a passenger plane was landing in New York City when the pilot realized the landing gear would not engage. He worked the controls back and forth with no success. He radioed the control tower for instructions as he circled the landing field. Responding to the crisis, airport personnel sprayed the runway with foam as fire trucks and other emergency vehicles moved into position. Disaster was only minutes away. The passengers, meanwhile, were told of each maneuver in that calm, cheery voice pilots managed to use at a time like this. Flight attendants glided about the cabin with an air of cool reserve, telling the passengers to place their heads between their knees and grab their ankles just before impact. It was one of those, I can't believe this is happening, experiences. Some were in tears. A few screams of despair were heard about the cabin. The landing was only a few seconds away when suddenly the pilot announced over the intercom, We are beginning our descent. At this moment, in accordance with the International Aviation Codes established in Geneva, it is my obligation to inform you that if you believe in God, you should commence prayer. Well, the plane landed successfully on its belly. No one was injured, and aside from some extensive damage to the airplane, the airline hardly remembered the incident. In fact, a relative of one of the passengers called the airline the very next day and asked about the prayer rule that the pilot had quoted. No one volunteered any information on the subject. Their response from the airline was, no comment. Isn't it interesting? An airplane has the possibility of crashing its landing, and only at a moment like that is it okay to cry out to God. But this is how we often are. We often wait until crisis before becoming desperate for God. I like Psalm 63, verses 1 through 3. It tells us of David's desperation for God. He says, You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. I've seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. Listen to the cry from King David's heart. Earnestly I seek you. There is a sense of desperation in his heart for more of God in his life. We were created, you and I, for an intimate relationship with God, and that's why Jesus came. He came to make that possible. But sometimes I have found that I get distracted. I get caught up with other things, and even in my work from God, I can become distracted from my relationship with Him. At other times, I am absolutely desperate for God's presence, for His mercy and His grace. When we find ourselves in this place of desperation, Nothing but the presence of God will satisfy us. How many times has it taken a crisis to bring us to our knees in prayer? When we are pushed to the brink, when our back is up against the wall, when all of the escape routes are closed, it seems that then and only then do many people call on God for help. Abraham Lincoln once said, I've been driven many times to my knees by the overwhelming conviction that I had nowhere else to go. Being desperate for God is this state of knowing that you need Him so much in your life. 
And that's how I feel. I hope you do as well. I'm desperate for God's presence. I'm desperate for His Holy Spirit. I am desperate for His power in my life. I'm desperate for His favor. It's the lack of a sense of desperation for God that is so deadly. If we don't feel desperate for God, then we don't tend to cry out to Him. Every day, you and I are going to face things that drain us, things that attack our faith. They are circumstances that empty out our joy and our peace. You're going to face these distractions and disappointments. It's true that we're all going to have conflict at work and conflict at home. You're going to have problems and pressures. You're going to face frustrations, fears, failures, and fatigue. I can imagine that you're listening to this podcast and you're saying, yes, Lauren, that pretty much describes my life right now. If we're not very careful, the difficult circumstances of life will drain us. We can lose our spiritual vitality and our passion for God begins to diminish. Before long, we find that, quite honestly, our spiritual tank is empty. Many years ago, songwriter Keith Green put it this way in the lyrics of one of his songs. My eyes are dry, my faith is old, my heart is hard, and my prayers are cold, and I know what I ought to do, be alive to you and dead to me. We have probably all experienced this in our own lives, but this is not what we need. What we need is a heart that is hungry for God. We need a passion to be restored. He goes on in his song to say, Oh, what can be done with an old heart like mine? Soften it, Lord, with oil and wine. The oil is you, your spirit is love. Come wash me anew in the wine of your blood. Here's today's challenge. Let's pursue God with desperation. Nothing else in this world will ever satisfy. If your heart is cold towards God, begin to pursue Him. Begin to draw close to God. Ask Him to rekindle the fire in your heart for God and His purpose. We don't have to wait until we have a crisis to become desperate for God and begin to reach out to Him. Hey, I want to thank you for joining me for today's episode. I hope that you're blessed by this podcast. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast and leave an honest review. This really does help. And be sure to check out show notes for today's episode at 5minutediscipleship.com backslash 45. And until next time, let's continue on our journey as followers of Jesus.